Welcome back to Crushes. It's me, Deanna Ortiz. Honey, welcome back. I've missed you. It's true. Um, I've had a great week. Thanks for asking. Um, let's see. My crush of the week. Oh my God. I really cannot believe this crush that I have this week. I'm crushing on Jack Harlow and it's all because I made a stupid mistake and I clicked on a YouTube video. Never click on a YouTube video. No one should ever do it. I watched Jack Harlow's chicken shop interview from last year and suddenly I'm like, okay, he's obsessed with me. He's in love with me. This is incredible. I can't believe I'm going to be Mrs. Deanna Jack Harlow. This is so great. Um, that crush quickly ended uh, once I looked a little bit more into his Instagram account. Um, but it's just so wonderful how crushes come and go in the matter of maybe it was two hours, like two hours. I was really planning, you know, my future. And then <laughs> and then noon hit and I was like, I guess I'm free. I guess I'm free. Um, you want to know where, where I'm not free is this week. I have so many shows coming up, guys. I'm really uh, excited. And if you are in the Chicago area and you want to check out a show, come and stop by. Um, if you're listening to this episode, the day it gets released on May 8th, Cinco de Mayo. Um, nope, Ocho de Mayo. That's it. <laughs> I've, I'll be at the Laugh Factory on the 9th, that Tuesday. Um, I'm going to be in Aurora on Thursday at Still Not Friday. Oh, I guess I have Friday off. Wow, never happens. And then I'm going to be at the Chicago Athletic Association on Saturday the 13th. You know, I'm just going to keep going. Wow. Oh, pretty open next week. What? How embarrassing. I literally decided to keep reading my shows and then I don't have another show until Thursday the 18th. I have two shows at the Lincoln Lodge. One of them is Hot Topic and the other one is Comics of the Multiverse. Um, I'll be at Don't Tell Comedy on the 19th and then Laugh Factory 7 and 9 o'clock on the 20th. Um, incredible. Well, if you were listening to that, those are the shows. <laughs> Also, you can find more information about all of those shows and a more detailed lists about my shows on Instagram at Deanna Ortiz underscore or at Crushes Podcast on Instagram. That is, of course, where you can play Hot or Just Tall along with this week's guest. This week's guest is hilarious New Orleans comedian Ryan Rogers. Ryan is hilarious. We bonded over 90s and early 2000s bleach blonde boy crushes. And actually, when it boils down to it, all of our crushes can be related uh, to gay porn trends. And I hate to be the one to break it to you, but this is the truth. Uh, you guys can follow Ryan at Ryan A. Rogers on Instagram and on TikTok. All of the links to his socials as well as where to find his debut album, She Is Me, are at the links in this description. Um, I hope you guys have a fun time listening to this episode because I had a great time recording it and catching up with Ryan. I know you're going to absolutely love him. So sit back, relax, and remember that everybody has a crush and everybody wants to be crushed on. Where are you, where are you calling in from? Where are you? You're in New Orleans, right? That's right. New Orleans, Louisiana, mm. my favorite city in the world. That I just so happen to live in as well Help. and be born in. Oh, perfect. Did you grow up there too? Like all of it? Yeah. yeah. And that, born and raised. And then I lived in Lafayette, Louisiana for about 10 years and then the Bay Area for a while oh, okay. until pandemic. And then back to New Orleans, got sober, started comedy. So amazing. A lot. I, I know, love I know that. It's a lot to take. That's great. <laughs> it's great. 
that's journey. So a little kid, little Ryan growing up in New Orleans, do you remember who your first crush was? It doesn't have to be like, it could be anybody. It could be celebrity. It could be normal person. It could be anybody. Crushes? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see. Mm -hmm. um, the first thing that comes to mind, I have a very vivid memory of being like early childhood and a, like, you know how your parents have those friends that so you have to be friends with their kids, yeah. like that kind of thing. Yeah. Older, like teen boy friend of family type situation having a giant Carmen Electra poster in his room and that being like a real moment for me mm -hmm. of like I can see it as clear as day it's like Carmen Electra on all fours like <laughs> literally looking at the camera sultry and I if you couldn't hear clearly a, a homosexual <laughs> but I remember that being like the earliest moment of like oh wow a hot person that gives you that little ding. So it's yeah. not just sexual attraction. It's not just that. I mean, that's how I define crushes. Yeah. And I know we'll talk about it, but like, it's more of that, like very instinctual, like, oh my God, it's a full body, like, <gasps> mm -hmm. you know, yes. that's the first time I think I ever experienced it. And I don't, I mean, it was objective, objective aesthetic attractiveness in a way that I was like, I don't know who this person is, but I sure followed her yeah. after that. Like, yeah. I love you know, it. I was literally, I was just going to ask, like, did you, you, did you, you didn't know anything about her before, but then afterwards were you like, I'm, I'm going to check out something that she's doing or what was that after the crash started? Yeah. Like that, I mean, that's the way a lot of people experience culture in their early childhood, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's that small bit of exposure mm -hmm. that makes you just like, I, I need to know more. I have to investigate what is happening. Who is she? And I don't even think it was purely sexual. I just felt the fandom and the mm. <gasps> that full body gasp of it all. I love it. Um, and this was like the older friend of a family friend who had the poster up on the wall. Did he like guide you in the way of Carmen Electra at all? Or like, oh, you, I, no. here's more. No. No, um, not at all. I just think I was that annoying gay kid. I mean, that was the, the around the advent of MTV. So it wasn't, hard to find out and especially be I mean there I, I knew there kind of who this person was but sure. I think it was that connective moment mm -hmm. of like wow like that awestruck moment of it. pure beauty <laughs> and like energy and I think I it was more like yeah my dad asked me like what's this all about and he's like oh she's on MTV she's model you know? <laughs> hey dad what's this she's all dating about Dennis Rodman <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's so fun too. like the I mean I haven't been in a lot of young teen boys bedrooms as of recently but like the idea of I hope not. yeah the, <laughs> and I want to get that on record I want to get that thought I haven't been in any of it <laughs> I want every I'm glad that I cleared the air of the posters on the wall right I'm like I wonder if that is still like as big as a thing as it was of like you get your celebrity crush you print you get the poster you peel something out of a magazine you put on your wall like I wonder if that is still as prevalent as it was when like we were growing up I don't know if you know but Prince dad <laughs> like who how would, how would these children even have access to a printer why would they need it what you know what I'm saying where it's like yeah, oh, it's so sad. The tactile nature of it all was so fun. Yes. St just the whole sticker aesthetic, trapper keepers, mm -hmm. posters, like that whole, your locker, mm -hmm. like all of that stuff. Putting like, shit up in your I locker. I, 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 hmm? I putting shit up in your locker yeah, was stuff in the locker. fucking huge. A huge thing. A huge thing. And the weirdest part, I tell this to people that, I mean, they don't believe me, but as like a white gay kid growing up in New Orleans, uh, cash money was like huge 
here, mm-hmm. regardless of age, race, sexual orientation, like everyone just listened to Juvenile yeah. and Lil Wayne and everything when it, cause it, this was the birthplace of it. Yeah. So we just had access to it as fifth, sixth graders. So I had Juvenile's 400 degrees liner notes in my locker. That is the, mo- that is the most iconic thing I can remember yeah. of like back that ass up lyrics in my locker as a sixth grader, just, just because case. that was so just in case. Yeah. yeah a pop quiz came up. <laughs> I love you're getting your books in between classes and you're like, uh, let me just read up. All right, great. Like that'll keep me through the day. <laughs> my, my lyric, these lyrics, these will keep me, keep me strong throughout the day, man. Did you have any other like posters up in your room outside? Like the Carmen Electra with somebody else's, but that like, is so funny. Well, do you remember any posters that you had up of any anything at all? Or was it all just <laughs> rap lyrics? <laughs> okay, posters, posters. No, I was, I was, I, I drew a lot and was like in art school. So I always had my own shit. I mean, I'm a comedian now. I mean, it kind of, my ego kind of, that tells the whole story of like, I just want to see my own stuff. Yeah. But I was a diehard Spice Girls fan though. Oh. Like I don't, I have a Spice World pendant that I just bought for my, ha- I'm 34 like it's it's a problem That's... where that is talk about like that internal scream yeah you know spice girls or when baby spice like stripped on stage or ginger spice in the union jack dress moments these moments that see i thought you were talking about the live in istanbul where they all did the naked on backwards chairs like michelle pfeiffer and dangerous mind style that's how deep of a fan i am when you said they took up their clothes and i'm like i know what you're talking about but uh-uh. no the ginger spice Jerry, Jerry Union Jack Trust moment. Iconic. Crush. I did I not yeah. even know that that was a thing. You obviously, like you said, you're you're a much more deep dive fan. I don't, I'm going to have to look that one up. Um, so... You have to. It's essential viewing, <laughs> truly. For a 90s kid, it's essential viewing. Um, so on this list also, we had some other 90s people uh, that were very, it was fun to like look up on some of these crushes that you had. The first one was Zachary Ty Bryan, who I did not recognize that name, um, but he is from Home Improvement. Right. Um, so he was, I mean, I'm sure you talk about this a lot, but like the, of our generation, like the whole Disney Channel, Nickelodeon of it all, mm-hmm. like plays in so much to crush dumb. Mm-hmm. And he was like, kind of ubiquitous around like he I would say that he's a lot like Devin Sawa light mm-hmm. like that's kind of what he's serving you know yeah. but I just remember as like a very young adolescent being like around my sexual ar- awakening around my queerness like that was kind of like bells going off yeah there's a cluster of those boys where it's like I just remember being a little boy mm-hmm. and being like oh whatever this is this flannel like mop top mess like yes. fucking here for it yeah you know? the the shaggy hair was he a bad was he like the the bad boy on there he was a good yeah yeah that was kind of his usual archetype and all of his like film roles and stuff was like he's kind of the badass I mean that I mean Devin Sawa I keep bringing it back to him like they had parallel trajectories like mm-hmm. Devin Sawa and Virgin Suicides and all of his stuff like that that Zachary Ty Bryan was kind of like that more accessible parallel, a yeah. little bit younger, especially for a little kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that was just the look. That was it. Cause you also had Ryder Strong yeah. on here. And so I was like, oh, is there like a bad boy theme that like ties throughout your 90s crushes? Cause I don't really, rem- I didn't really watch a lot of Home Improvement, but I definitely watched a lot of Boy Meets World. Um, and I had a big crush on Sean in Boy Meets World as well. 
Yeah, yeah. I think Sean was Sean was a good kid, but had the bad kid look. Yeah. You know, like the butt cut. And again, yeah. we're coming back to flannel. Uh-huh. Praise be. Yeah. But yeah, but of course, when you're next to like Corey Matthews, mm-hmm. like you're gonna. I mean, he was like kind of. I don't remember if he was an orphan or whatever. You know, he had just like the. There's 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 something there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like the bad, not yeah. bad boy, but just like, oh, he's not the clean cut kid. He's got edge. Yes. That's what we're saying. That's what you like. Yes. Yeah, the edge. edge. Yeah. The edge in there. The one that I really, really, really wanted to talk about, um, maybe we, we can come back to Ryder Strong in a second, but was Eric Von Detten, who seems like- I knew it. He was everywhere. He was the crush. He was everybody's crush. He was up in everybody's. Tell me a little bit about uh, where you first, uh, not saw, but like your first introduction to Eric Von Detten. Like if you followed him in all the all the movie, all the movies he was in, or all the stuff like that. Go ahead. <laughs> Faces from the milk carton. Yeah. All the movies he was uh, in. Like check your local car wash bargain bin. So good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just, I feel like Eric Von Detten does come up a lot, Mm -hmm. even especially in the queer community, talking about people, you know, gays my age Mm -hmm. in their mid thirties. Like Eric Von Detten is a lot of people's like first, just because that, the movie Brink on Disney Channel hit right in the moment of like puberty Mm -hmm. coming of age. Like it just hit at the right time. And his look was like the most heightened Swedish model version mm-hmm. of everything you've seen on TV before. Like, think about it. If you combine your Ryder Strongs and Devin Sawas and Zachary Ty Bryans and all that, you get like an Eric Von Detten if they computer genetically engineered him. That's such a good like, point. that's what that was. Yes. A perfect blonde bo- butt cut yes. with the perfect highlights yes. and the cheekbones and the perfect skin. And it was just like that. And skateboards? Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. In pup and suds, right? Ooh. Like, it was just that moment, mm-hmm. you know, he, it just hit for a lot of us at that time where not just, not just him, but like the vehicle of Disney channel, original movies and stuff was just like priming yeah. guys, my age, girls, my age to be like, who the, who the fuck's that, yeah. you know? And I truly like made in a lab. So for that right. moment, so stunning. Um, so it was Brink. He was also in the Princess Diaries, Escape to Witch Mountain. That one rings a big bell for me. Um, for sure. Yeah. So good. But hard for him to stand out. I mean, at, at, as a queer person, mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't even remember that he was in Princess Diaries. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard for even someone that's that, that's that much of, like, a zeitgeisty crush mm-hmm. to stand out in the Princess Diaries, yeah. which, like, icon. It- be, um, among icon among icon among moment you yeah. know where it's like he fades into the background even with all of his like thousand watt smile right. and everything right. you know I it's mean, just such a bigger testament he can't what i'm trying to say is he can't match the energy of a princess diaries like monoculture moment yeah it's like i can't even remember what brink was about but i do I feel that way with a lot of like Disney original movies. Like the class that. system. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm just guessing. <laughs> if I had to guess, uh, political struggles <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with sure. via skateboarding. Um, there's so many Disney original movies that I'm like, I vaguely remember this. Like, there's some weird Catherine Heigl one that I can see the cover for, but I can tell you what that's Wish Upon a Star. Beautiful. Did you, uh, yeah. outside of the Eric Von Dutton, but more in like the Disney original movie stuff, like was there ones that you would like ride or die for, or, like absolutely watch in shows in general, I guess, because we have a little Boy Meets World. We have a little Home Improvement. 
Um, That's such a good question. Like, uh, I don't know if I was, I mean, the ones that come to mind are like that early, early chunk of Disney Channel original movies, like Wish Upon a Star, mm-hmm. like your Under Wraps, like your Halloween Towns, yeah. like all that stuff. And then when it started to kind of dip into like your Luck of the Irishes and mm-hmm. all that, like kind of Ryan Merriman, also iconic. Everywhere. Early aughts. Yes. Yes. Icon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that was like my first, I was just kind of in that sense. and because like it hit mm-hmm. I was around for it and then generationally like it was kind of time to move on to like what was cooler in MTV and then Cartoon Network had kind of just hit and they had like their block of programming that was so much more interesting and like your family guy Futurama all oh, that yeah. kind of happened yeah towards the tail end of that mm-hmm. so you know what I mean like yeah. it, it was just kind of like a pivot that, into what was interesting then. that is is really interesting too of like yeah, I feel that same way. I maybe came in right at the end of, like, I'd never saw Wish Upon a Star. Like, I came in ab- around that Ryan Merrimather time, and then I stayed up until High School Musical, and then I was done. It's just like so. And then I never yeah, I was, was like, long gone. <clears throat> like, Camp Rock, don't know anything about her. Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> who is she? I don't know who she is. I, but I, But some of my friends are like, oh, you didn't watch Camp Rock? And I'm like, did you like it's just a weird you know it's a year or two on the cusp like a year younger a year older it's yeah. totally different Disney experience Disney that's what it is that is so unusual yeah. I would love to see like what first of all this would be hell on earth mm. but like a summit in which like you're sorted and like figure out where your cultural touchstones are for Disney Channel original movies. That would be kind of like your Zodiac sign, I guess, of like, which segment are you born under? Yeah. You know? Oh my God. We could totally, I could totally do that. It would be so, that's so fun. That's right on my alley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Disney, which Disney Channel original movie is your, you know, part of the thing. I love that. Because I have a friend who just did a podcast and she's like a year younger than me and her crush was Nick Jonas. And I'm like, I never got into Nick Jonas, but we're a year apart. Anyway, that's uh, that's a different story for a different day. But you had one on here. um, You had Joshua Jackson, but from Cruel Intentions. Did you not? Were you not into Dawson's Creek or? See, okay. well, I put Cruel Intentions because like conventional wisdom would be to say um, Ryan Phillippe. Mm hmm. Big heartthrob star of the movie. But I'm like, Josh Jackson plays like a gay character Mm -hmm. who's like conniving. And I I mean, there's clearly something there. And I just remember seeing Full Intention. And again, like that's a top 10 favorite movie of all time for me. It's such a big moment. Just that movie in terms of just like me, me like really latching into like quote unquote serious cinema mm-hmm. in like a wave of teen yeah. you know mm-hmm. and we can go on and on about just that genre in general oh. but Josh Jackson in particular being like so not like that felt very adult to me yeah like that is graduating from the Eric Von Dettens and all <laughs> that into like this is like a uh older ma- man yeah. I, I guess like facial hair yeah. and he was like kind of a bitch like filing his nails in bed and stuff <laughs> and it was just like He's cute. And he was gay in the movie. Um, yeah, he played gay but in the movie. My mm-hmm. question is about his tragic bleach bottle blonde hair in that movie. I don't think I've ever seen I fucking that. love it. You loved it. Oh, oh, hell no. I am a <laughs> sucker to this day. I'm 34 fucking years old, uh-huh. like I said. I am a sucker for that trashy, 
like gut bucket rotted bleach blonde on a boy. I'm here for it. <laughs> like throw it. You know what? You know who I didn't put on this fucking list? Mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling in Place Beyond the Pines. Ooh. That that drugstore mm-hmm. looking like oh sticker you tattoos know what I mean? that and he got pretty- in a basement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I guess it's like the marriage of that. I mean, that is the marriage of my type. Like there's a pattern mm-hmm. of and my husband is like nowhere near any of this. I'm married, by the way. Like he's nowhere near that where it's like, I, I like that very like Nordic blonde mm-hmm. Eric Von Detney look, mm-hmm. or you got to be like ex-con. And like, <laughs> you know, but I don't find Machine Gun Kelly or Pete Davidson or mm-hmm. I, no, like disgusting. No. But for some reason, if you marry that with a gosling, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, we can get on board with this now. It's so interesting. What about, yeah. no. A, a post Malone, any interest? Nope. No. Oh no. <laughs> nope. So, no. I mean, I tried to jog my memory a little bit mm-hmm. um, on Matt Belisai's podcast, Unhappy Hour. Mm-hmm. Like they discontinued it, but they would do an annual Hot Guy March Madness. Oh yeah. And right, and so it'd be like forty guys. So I tried to jog my memory before I gave you a list of crushes, mm-hmm. and not a lot of them do it for me mm-hmm. in that particular like very like typical archetypal hot or we're deeming this person to be super hot Mm -hmm. or we all accept that this person is objectively attractive which I can get on board with but the term crush I feel like is like it has to be soul touching it has to like go deeper it's such a difference between just being like yeah I can understand that you know this person is attractive but I don't have a crush ruins what I'm supposed to be doing for the day Right, like a crush. One hundred percent. That's it. Right. Yes. Yes. Like I even went through the the Chris's, mm. your Pines, Pratt's, and mm. Evans, mm-hmm. and I was like, not crushes, Mm-mm. hot. Totally. Some of them problematic. Pratt, <laughs> moving on. You know. Yes. <laughs> One of them covered in spit, pine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but yeah, um, I love. So you're type um before you got married because now you don't have any crushes at all now that you're married <laughs> um but no those don't exist yeah, yeah, no 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 I'm committed your crush was uh like a tall blonde Nordic man I know so embarrassing so basic I mean that he's where is perfect the seasoning? To me. he sounds incredible to me I'd love to do an introduction with <laughs> your crushes I'd love to meet them they sound they sound great so you have these crushes <laughs> who I'm going to see in a little bit. I'll tell you about this when we get there. But um, you okay. have these like, you know, the Nordic crushes and then your husband who you said is not like that at all. So what is that like? Wh- not what changed, but like the type of person that you have, like a celebrity crush on versus people that you are crushing in in real life. Right. Like, tell me a little bit about that. I think that's all tied to early childhood. I think when it imprints on you, I'm serious. Like when it imprints on you about like, this is attractive. This is attractiveness. Mm -hmm. This is what we're all agreeing. And I mean, again, wildly problematic for many reasons. But like you're you're being imprinted by the media, especially what's being spoon fed to you and what's available to you. Mm -hmm. That this is is a star or Mm -hmm. this is like your sex symbol or this is your heartthrob. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really hard to shake. Mm-hmm. And I think some people evolved beyond it. And I don't mm-hmm. think I ever did when it comes to crush fandom. Yeah. However, yeah. however, my tastes in real life, mm-hmm. very different, more, much more diverse than this like Aryan army. We're just going to say it. <laughs> and, like, 
my husband appears extremely racially ambiguous and has mm-hmm. facial hair and is dark complected and like mm-hmm. does not look anything like Eric Von Detten. Yeah. But like, it's just one of those things where it's like, well, I'm taking it at two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Have you ever seen the TikTok where it's like, show your celebrity crush and then who you ended up with. And uh, I was just thinking about that to go from like, it would be Eric Von Detten and then your your spouse now who <laughs> sounds different but how did um, oh that would that gives me full body chills i don't love that no. <laughs> the cognitive well, dissonance of that yeah. is killing me some of the trends some of them i mean the funny part of a lot of it is is that they're so different but then some of them are like show me your celebrity crush and then show me your husband and they are doppelgangers it's really i'm like lucky fucking bitch but uh, that person is lying <laughs> that person is i'm telling you now <laughs> She's lying uh, to her boyfriend and she's lying to us. <laughs> yeah. I, I love you yeah. so much. Oh my God. Can you okay. believe it? We're literally meant to be together. It's so crazy. Um, That's a little you- bit more. If I was the boyfriend, I would be more destabilized by that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. As opposed to like, show me a polar opposite and let me know that you have range. Taste. You know? Yes. Yeah. Taste. I was just thinking about that too, of like when you have a celebrity crush, when you're like with somebody and they're just like, oh, who's your celebrity crush? Like, I, I definitely felt pressure to be like someone that looks like you. Oh my God. You know, or someone 100%. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I, I've actually never even looked at another man now that I think about it. Now that I see you. Oh, that's here. so funny. That's mm-hmm. so true. Right. Um, how did you and your husband meet? Um, I had a blog for a while mm-hmm. um, and he was a fan. I love that. That's very I cool. And then- I know we lived in New Orleans around the same time before I moved to San Francisco yeah. and we were in the same gay dodgeball league, had never mm-hmm. met, did not know each other, but I had this mm-hmm. blog and then like he found it. I mean, it was yeah. pretty, pretty big deal at the time, but yeah. he found it and sent some fan mail and was like, I love your writing. I would love wow. to take you to drink sometime. And I was like, I don't know. I don't go to, I don't go on dates with fans anymore. I used to yeah. all the time. I would get fan mail from crazy gays and be like, okay, yeah. fine. Let's see where this goes. At least yeah. whatever. We'll get a story out of it. Totally. But I was just like, I don't know. And then we went to drinks. And then on our second date, I told him I was moving to San Francisco. I'd already accepted mm-hmm. a job. We did long mm-hmm. distance for a year. Wow. And now we're, we've been together for six. Wow. Married for two. Oh, that's so sweet. So here, look at me, Mrs. Reporter right now. I'm like, would you say that you are your husband's celebrity crush? <laughs> I'm going to say it. That I, is, I'm going to, I'm going to, oh my it. God, I, he, he would die if he knew I was saying this, but I've said it on stage before as a comic. So I believe I can say it here. Yeah. We were in a, I'm sober now. Uh-huh. I've been sober for two years, but before I was sober, I was a hurricane. <laughs> Terrible. But one time, and you know, it just, we were in a fight one time and he said something that hit mm-hmm. a wound mm-hmm. and I just looked at him and I was like, you know what? You were just a fan <laughs> and just walked out of the room. I know. <laughs> Can't come back from that. <laughs> what an exit line too. That's like, that's the drop the mic. Like <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. Oh, that's good. That's so, uh, <laughs> but, um, so I, on here too we have a couple other crushes um to go over uh one that i'm actually i'm going to nashville next week and i'm going 
they're doing like some concert or whatever and ryan cabrera is going to be playing at this concert i am gonna uh, die um ryan cabrera is on it. this list talk about you know big hair choices you know talk about we big were just doing hair uh-uh. choices uh-uh. big hair he choices exactly the same i don't know if you've seen him recently but he looks exactly the same okay i haven't seen him recently but literally three blocks from my house about a month ago he was performing at a champagne brunch which like <laughs> mm-hmm. big eyes you know yeah. like yeah. Oh, oh how the mighty have fallen but like yeah. good for her she's work. but yeah. like I, I that was another one where like I put a gun to my head earlier and I was just like, name interesting musicians. Like, who sure. did it for you? Mm-hmm. That was the hot, thoughtful singer-songwriters, but like, I'd be lying. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Ryan Cabrera. It's like yeah. that look. And it was just so... He's just... You know what? You know what that is? What Ryan Cabrera is Apex Crush? Mm-hmm. Hollister culture. Oh my like, gosh. That, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're like, I... totally, like the right? children, the children might d- probably don't know this, but like the OC, and we'll get to it in a second. The OC mm-hmm. was such a cultural watershed moment that, mm-hmm. like, this is if, if they don't know this, that's the reason we hi- have Real Housewives still mm-hmm. is because the OC mm-hmm. was a show on Fox, yeah. and then. It, I'm not kidding. It was like, yes, let's yes. do this drama about Orange County. Yeah. And then Bravo, I believe at the time, was like, we're going to do the Real Housewives of Orange County, which mm-hmm. was the first incarnation of it. Yes. But the OC culture, Hollister culture, Abercrombie culture, like Ryan Cabrera was like, that's what that looks like. Like, if we're yeah. all going to be obsessed with Southern California as like a country and a, a, a whatever, and as a culture... That's what that looks like. It's that yeah. big bleached, fucking flat ironed and and hairsprayed to a to a to the gods, mama. Two different popped collared polos and like yes. flip, brown flip flops. Yes, ugh, puka shells, puka shells. That's it. Yes. Because mm. also it kind of reminds me of. Uh, I mean, you have Jesse McCartney in here too, and he does really also remind me very like Abercrombie model clean cut like good boy type music um, okay and- there are two on this list we absolutely have to like I have to really pay homage to and Jesse McCartney is one of them mm. that is probably if you made me rank these mm-hmm. that would probably be my number one crush oh, I great. don't know what it is I can't explain it mm-hmm I remember when his last, maybe a couple albums ago, I was a fucking an adult ass professional working in an office <laughs> and his album dropped on Spotify in Technicolor and I stood up and screamed. Amazing. It just, he just does that for me. It's that mm-hmm. I don't get it. It's mm-hmm. that Beatles fandom type thing that lives in my soul that I'm yeah. just like, that's it. Ah, Like his music, the way he oh looks, God. it's so basic. Trust me, I have better taste in film and in television and music but jesse fucking mccartney gives me that school girl squeal as does another person on this list but jesse mccartney i just i can't explain it Mm -hmm. he and again you could say a lot about the boys around that time that's your era of like shane west Mm -hmm. and chad michael murray Mm -hmm. and like a lot but jesse mccartney was on a show called summerland as well like around that exact yeah right 
right. It was just the face and the voice and the hair and all of it. And I was just like, that's it. You nailed mm -hmm. it. Yeah, we did it. We, we got the perfect one. Have you ever Get seen him live? I don't know if I could take it. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I really yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it would just be too much. I love it. So you said he is like the one of the number ones and like the one that'll like that is like a true, true crush. And then you had one other person on here. Who was the other person? He's last on the list for a reason. Um, mm -hmm. And that's because like chrono like chronologically, this is the one that's like now. Okay. And it's Niall Horan. Beautiful. And yeah. Just I can tell you the moment was I'm not a One Direction stand in the least bit. Mm hmm. I don't fucking get Harry Styles. I'm going mm -hmm. on record right now. I don't get mm -hmm. it. Um, but I was really sidetracked. I got, I was really late to the game with Harry's house. And I listened to, I could not sleep the other night. And I had to yeah. write. And like, I was mm -hmm. working on some, like a new set. And I put mm -hmm. on Harry's house with AirPods at 4.30 in the morning. Oh my God. And like, woke up my husband. And I was like, we slept on this. I know yeah. in one album of the year and we thought it was stupid. And yeah. we don't get Harry Styles. But like. This is kind of unbelievable. That's great. Yes. But Niall was made in a lab for me. I don't get it. Like I was, I was in a gay bar in San Francisco called the Midnight Sun. And it was like a music video bar. And I would go every day with all my friends. And mm -hmm. Niall Horan's music video for Nice to Meet You, it's a, there's a black and white version in which he dances. Mm -hmm. It was that. It was me mm -hmm. standing up and just screaming like, could not control it. Like, oh my God, oh my God. Like did not, and it's like that. Like when he hosted SNL, like I was kind of on my feet in my own yeah. living room, like just watching oh. this music stuff. I don't know, man. I love I it. Know. I love, it's like the, the, as it happens, like as it washes over you, you're kind of like, what's going on? Like, yeah, as a kid, you can kind of remember these feelings of, you know, seeing Carmen Electra or watching Eric Von Denton on TV and being like, oh, I kind of have this feeling. But now as an adult, like you have like these actualized emotions to have a new crush wash over you and just like looking and be like, oh my, I'm in, I, this is incredible. Like that is such a fun fun feeling I definitely feel that with Niall yes. too just because I love an accent I absolutely I'll watch I'll watch yeah. interviews of him just to be like now what the heck is he talking about what is he saying <laughs> I think he's so he's so funny like that's the other thing too I love to watch do you watch interviews or anything like that like when you have a crush no I feel like the minute I start tipping into that I find it to be unhealthy like mm -hmm. uh, me in particular just me mm -hmm. I have an addictive personality and oh. like if I start going down the rabbit hole of that, I'll be like, I'm ill. Yeah. I need to go touch this. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. I just find him infinitely charming. And I actually, mm -hmm. on top of it, love his music. And mm -hmm. I think he's got the most beautiful smile. And it's just one of those things where I'm like, I feel like a fucking dope. Like <laughs> that childhood stuff, it just comes up. Yeah. And I don't yes. do that with any of those other One Directioners. I think it's no. weird. Yeah. But like, there's something about that where I'm like, well, he's different. No, he's not like the other One Directioners. He's different. Yes, I right. do. I, I, I completely understand what you're saying because it does feel a little different. He's not like Zane, who, you know, he's like the bad boy. Harry is on a whole nother level. Never was into that. And then the other two, there's not a lot of their content i guess maybe maybe i'm just not looking for it but they're not really a lot to see in america i'm sure they're i mean they are doing lots of things in england but niall is like his songs are really good in comparison to the one direction songs his songs are a lot more um 
I guess easier to not easier to listen to, but like I don't know, I just like find myself gravitate towards them more. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's so charming and just all of it wrapped into one, a fun little fun little crush to have. Yeah, I get it. And like I'm not watching The Voice this season, but he's mm-hmm. on The Voice and it's one of those oh, things yeah. where like I'm I'm going to queen out yeah. and I I be I stay embarrassed. So like <laughs> whatever I can do to limit that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. That's such a funny phrasing. I stay embarrassed. Um well you had one more we'll just keep on this uh I know Niall is Irish, but we'll stay on this UK trend of the one on another one on here, David Beckham. Yeah, David I've Beckham. had to bring him up. I've brought him up in my comedy before about like me wanting to watch like English Premier League when I was a kid and my dad being like, oh, my gay son has finally found sports that he's into. And I'm like, nah, yeah. it's fucking Sposh. It's Posh Spice's husband. Sorry. Yeah. Like, have you seen this guy? Talk about the like bottle blonde mm-hmm. look the tattoos and everything like there it is yeah especially yeah you're saying you're a big fan of the spice girls and then like was it spice girls then led you to david beckham or was it like oh i know about david beckham i wouldn't know that was otherwise like he was probably the biggest celebrity in the world and then binned it like beckham and like all that stuff and there was just once you lay eyes on him or in his like calvin campaign you're like Mm -hmm. well it's over (laughs) Well, so, well, I get it now. Yeah. Right. I didn't yeah. even realize that Bend It Like Beckham was named after a soccer player for years after it came out until I was like, oh, yes. OK, that guy in the movie. And then he's married to Posh Weiss. I loved Victoria Beckham, too. But uh, yeah. David Beckham, I have this really random story of my sister's friend's dad was at an airport and we were this was we were in middle school and David Beckham was there and he took a picture of him he didn't know who he was but he just knew that he was famous and so he comes back to and he shows his daughter and all of her friends and we're all crouched over this like tiny little 2008 cell phone looking at this blurry picture of David Beckham going oh my god he's like it's a blurry faded picture of David Beckham we're like stunning he looked incredible that is like the one of the first things I vividly remember of David Beckham. I was like, you were there with him at the airport. It's incredible. Do you think like this wave of Pete Davidson, Machine Gun Kelly, like what the, the, the Travis Barker, do you think that's what they're trying to get at? Like this look of this ripped yeah. uh, I mean, I just, I can see where someone there when they were young saw someone like David Beckham and was just like, well, this is objective hotness. This is universal, mm-hmm. objective, head toe tattoos, but looks mm-hmm. so good in a suit with mm-hmm. the jewelry, and the fucking hair, and the mm-hmm. hot wife. And you know what I mean? Like, there yeah. might be something there. You know, I think that if that's what they're trying to do, I think the David Beckham look is a little, is way more curated than what Machine Guns, right? Like, if they're trying to do that, they've missed the mark. It's just like the, 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 especially I'm thinking of like the tattoos, like the tattoos on, it looks like stickers, whereas like David Beckham, it's a little bit more cohesive. But uh, yeah, if anything, I think like Machine Gun Kelly and um, Pete Davidson are trying to mimic like Travis Barker and like that look of like grunge uh. 90s guys, right? Who was that on there? You said something, the, the band that sings Butterfly. I took it off of the list, but I uh fuck just i don't know his name it's that fucking the guy lead from um crazy yeah crazy town 
crazy town. That is what it kind of reminds me of. That was like a sexual, that was like a sexual, like you see that music video and you're like, oh, we're in trouble. Like, yeah, need to, need to find time alone right now type of situation. <laughs> yes. This is more reminiscent to me of Travis Barker or, and like Pete Davidson than David Beckham of this guy with the bleach blonde hair, the tattoos and not tattoos and piercings on his lip. Here, I'll just share my screen. We can take a look at this. Uh, you don't, it's your you man. Don't have to. Woo! That's it. Oh my That's god. Him. Yeah. I can see this. See. I can. Yeah. I can absolutely. These these star tattoos are so uh, '90s to me, and so like, yeah. This yeah. is fucking punk. This is hardcore, dude. Love it. So of an era, like, yeah. and then eyeliner. Of, it's come not to go there, but like I'm going to. Uh -huh. It's kind of come back around in terms of like what queer men are seeing more and more in porn it looks exactly like that that is mm -hmm. what's like that's that's the look yeah and because I, I don't know i just think that's funny though to like yeah hypothesize about. like since so much of 90s fashion and, all, and is so tr on trend and will be yeah. for a long time and is so gen z like of course this just so happens that in gay porn everybody yeah. fucking looks like this guy now it's so okay. funny, too, because, like, so my day job is in um, the adult entertainment industry. So, like, I do have a lot. I know I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, but the to go even a little bit more back of, like, the 90s guys and the, uh, the not, no, the 2000s guys and the Abercrombie guys and Hollister guys, that was such a big trend, too, with, like, Sean Cody and in gay porn, exactly, oh. of, like, go ahead. I cannot believe you brought this up because that's all I wanted my list to be. I'm not kidding you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I had to hold myself back from being like, "Well, it's Bella Me models and Sean Cody character yeah. characters." Yeah, and stuff. you know what I mean. Like, because yeah. that was so formative of mm -hmm. like is archetypal of what I like and what I still like. It's either like yeah. the the more I'm trying to be very sensitive with this, mm -hmm. but like the more the guys who look more like ex-cons and mm -hmm. the guys who look more like Corbin Fisher, Sean Cody models. Like yes. it's that it's yes. two universe. And yeah. you know what I mean? I You're so it. right. That's yeah. exactly what Cody was curating for such yeah. I mean, still kind of, is. I mean, they're I mean, more diverse totally. now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking like the old, not the old, old videos, but yeah, of just like two guys, it's basically like an Abercrombie, you know, commercial. And then I know what video you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> The, one of the guys' names is Bailey, I think. And that's like the big, if you look it up, it's it's Bailey's fuck buddy, I believe is the video. Oh, and it's like that. that that's, I, yeah, trust me. Yeah. That's the I one. trust you. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, That's so funny. I love that we got here from that. Um, I okay. ripping the band aid because like I've been kind of like holding back about that being such a big deal. Yeah. Like as a, as a touring comedian, like I have sticker merch. Mm -hmm. And my sticker merch, I, I'm going somewhere. Just hang with me. Yeah. I, my sticker merch is in this little X-Men lunchbox. Mm -hmm. That X-Men lunchbox was my lunchbox from a kid that my mother actually found my gay porn printed out <laughs> from the family stash in. <laughs> so now it's like followed me into my adult life and is serving my career. But yes. I used to print out Sean Cody models and oh. put them in there and use them to masturbate. Yes. Oh, my God.
That is so funny. Yeah. And kids yeah, these days don't even have access to a printer, so they can't print out right. their porn. I heard that somewhere. Somebody said that. <laughs> kids these days have it too easy. <laughs> oh my god, that is so good. I that's a very. I mean, it's a it's a weirdly sweet story. It all comes around in the end. I love it. Oh. Mom was at my show, like, when I recorded my first album last year, mm-hmm. and, like, the lunchbox was there on the merch table with all of it, and she's the one that found it and mm-hmm. busted me with gay porn, and so it was, like, right. this really, like, also, like, look, now look how, it's, like, I'm sober and, like, a working yeah. comic, yes, like, busy, and, like, look, this is still here, like, I'm bringing mm-hmm. it with me, and never forget who you are it's a lesson never forget (laughs) never forget where you got your porn um i love it so we're gonna take a little switch we're gonna start playing the game the game of course that is taking over the nation we're gonna play hotter just tall and everybody listening along you can play along with ryan at crushes podcast on instagram or at deanna ortiz underscore on instagram and uh, ryan you already know how to play but maybe somebody listening does not i'm gonna show ryan some celebrities and then he is going to tell me if they are hot or just tall just tall doesn't Let's mean do like it. actually tall, right? It could just mean good at sports or just in a Disney original movie, any or all of the above. You were <laughs> saying, you were saying you used to play this game gay, straight, or Pentecostal. Can you? Yeah, that's true. When I waited tables in Amazing. South Louisiana, like a more in Lafayette, which was more um, pretty diverse in terms of like the kinds of, but you know, the kinds of people that come into a restaurant on Sunday in the middle of the day and then don't totally. tip. Yes. You know what I mean? So it was very yeah. easy to play a game. Where gay straight really or pinnacle. Yeah, I thanks. love that, that you're playing with your tables <laughs> at restaurants. Really good. So our theme today is um, athletes. So uh, I feel like I made this list when the World Cup was happening, and then I never got to it. First one coming to the stage, Lionel Messi. How did just tall? Uh, just tall. I think I think mm-hmm. the attraction around him is is – please don't around him is his prowess and power yeah i don't totally i don't see just it me, but anyone else yeah that's yes, a great one very. that's good that's a good way to put it yeah because i mean like right here this like very powerful stance that he's taking on the soccer field is hot but then like this one of just his face i'm like just tall uh yeah i think he's all the just... world though. got it like get it love it big fan yes next one cristiano ronaldo this one's hot. Mm. Yeah, I I find Ronaldo very hot. I like it. I, I think he's got it in terms of like the style icon, the brand icon, the mm-hmm. the the hero. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Thoughts? I think I think he's just tall. I think um, he's just a little too manicured for my taste. You know, I like a dirty. I get it. A dirty guy, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, <laughs> I like it. I love it. More for you. You can have him, not me. Uh, Kylian Mbappe is our next one. Ooh, I've heard his name so many times. I never knew what he looks like. This man is hot. This guy's that hot to me. Hot. Yeah, that guy's hot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Wow. And so should the world. And <laughs> the world should agree. Uh <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. We're coming back to American. American football. Patrick Mahomes. Paul. I would kind of be more into it if he didn't have this tiny little under the chin goatee. Like. How old is this kid? He is 
20, late 20s, I think, 27. Yeah, he gives mid to late 20s energy. Yeah. And I think that's what's, that's what's really creating the barrier for me. And that's what's really tall to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> tall, 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 tall. That's all right. Um, Even though Niall is like 29, like whatever. <laughs> that's, that's 30s. It's different. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Sierra. Let's see. Yep. Yep. I mean. Yeah. Hot. Yeah, I think he's hot. I also think that a lot of times we'll play with couples, and I think Sierra makes him hotter. He has a hot – he is hot, but he also gets hotter because of his wife. Well, I feel the opposite. I see him with okay. Sierra, and I'm like, get out of there. <laughs> That's this picture, please. <laughs> yeah, we, wow. let's get a solo shot of Russell. Let's get a solo Sierra step aside. Hot. Jeez great yeah love it agree we agree justin fields is um quarterback for the bears how do i know that i have no idea oh okay I I, I, that's what he looks like same, i find this the format of this game wonderful i feel the content very homophobic that you would even think that i know who these people are well that's kind Every of it's also like yeah. it kind of is better that we don't know who they are so if you just saw this person walking down the street would you be like whoa whoa or would you you know like would you turn the, would you turn around and like see more or would you just keep walking because a lot of times okay. we'll play go ahead I'm, I'm so glad you framed it like that because mm -hmm. i look at this picture like in the upper left right here in the orange shirt mm -hmm. and i'm picturing bar and I'm like would I look twice and I'd be like mm -hmm. maybe but then I would absolutely be like just tall yeah I think just tall it, same just tall you know because if I showed if we did like big celebrities right if I it was like John Hamm everyone's like well that's John Hamm I would say you know that I, I almost think it's sometimes better if we're like I kind of know who this person is but I kind of don't um yeah. I, mean, I don't I don't know who these people are either I just googled sports guys <laughs> Sports guys. Sports guys. Because, I mean, number one thing, if a man is wearing a uniform, I'm going to say he's hot. But then I actually have to look at him and be like, you know what? Tall. Yeah. If I saw this guy from across the I, bar, I'd be like, okay. There's one exception to this rule with athletes. And I put it mm -hmm. on the list and then I took it off before I sent it to you. Mm -hmm. And it just said rugby players general. Ooh. And I feel, I know. I don't know any. Me but neither. like every We have a local like team here in new orleans called the nola gold and like i follow their instagram and i'm like yeah all of you all the time mm -hmm. yeah yeah no notes yeah rugby players like, are right here, like go up go up a little bit yeah this one you see that the with the, with the white shirt to your left yeah i don't know who the fuck is but yeah you win yes, i see him yes oh. Oh, these 20 hot rugby, rugby players from around the world. I'm going to bookmark this for another episode. Rugby players are hot. And same, I have no idea. I don't even know where I could find a rugby a game in Chicago. That's crazy. Uh, but I think uh, beefy. In a word, beefy. Beefy. Yes. Beefy. We have two more on this list. Um, basketball player Pau Gasol. Now, this guy is very tall, tall which is hot to me. But... Mm. Not, not for me. I honestly thought you were typing Paul Mescal and I was like, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> we can play. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, let's play. I'll show I have a picture that I want to pull up now that we're talking about Paul Mescal. Um, I want to, I think he's, I think he's hot in a very tall way. I just love tall I'm guys. I'm so happy for you. Thank I'm happy so for you. 
yeah, this is, you know, you can RSVP to our wedding. <laughs> uh, okay. We'll talk. I'll about... do stand up. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Not short. There we go. Paul Meskel and his tiny fucking slutty shirts. Yeah. This Un... motherfucker. It. Like I'm obsessed. It's crazy. Like talk about, well, fucking, I guess it's like the year of Irish exports, thanks mm-hmm. to Banshee Sheeran and mm-hmm. Sally Rooney, and now uh, um, Niall and Paul Mezcal. Like, I'm just yeah. like, okay, fine. <laughs> just, oh my fucking God. It's You're gonna, crazy. yeah. It's crazy. It is, After like, Sun yet? I have not, no. Have to. Yeah. So good. Where do you even buy shorts this short? Oh, look, it's me. He's kissing me. <laughs> How incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, hot. Hot all the way. We're not even, I mean, we could add him on the list just because he's an athlete of sorts. Look at this. And his, what? Um, I know. I'm so Have happy. you seen, well, what about normal people? Did you see normal people? I did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of like, that's what cracks him wide open for a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, so dreamy. Yes so good and like a forbidden love come on come through with it actually Full frontal in the first episode yeah. like okay i'm doing this yes last one on here patty pimblett he's a scottish boxer i'm obsessed with him i cannot stop watching videos of him i think he's hilarious um and is he i think he's so funny um and so strong <laughs> but i love patty pimbleton i think he's hot uh this is oh. again super my type this what is awful awful haircut hello call me <laughs> you want a, a shaggy little mullet who is this little dutch boy okay yeah i you know what i'm glad he's in the world i'm gonna yeah. have to do a deep dive with this man like i love it mm-hmm. i was gonna say neither hot nor tall but okay. like energy he seems fun yeah fun energy definitely yeah okay good i love it um oh that was how to just tell ryan how do you feel uh i learned a lot i've been exposed to athletics for the first time thank you (laughs) yes you played a great game for not um not knowing who they were i mean i knew who a couple of them were but yeah (laughs) it was great um thank you so much for doing this podcast i it was so much fun to i feel like we met once and when you were coming through chicago but it was great to actually have an an actual conversation with you of course yeah i i just went to chicago again for on tour Mm -hmm. and it was so much fun our tour our show at comedy bar got flooded and so (gasps) got canceled oh my god oh gosh our show Lodge was a bust and our show at Comedy Bar was canceled. Wow. So Chicago was like the only part of our tour that like wasn't a major success. But and the weather was so bad. But mm-hmm. we really did make the best like we did Coles, like we we hit like everything else. We did Laugh Factory and Friends with Alex mm-hmm. and a bunch of those guys. So it was fun. Like cool. Chicago, you guys you guys are so lucky to like mm-hmm. have the scene that you do. We've got a good one too, but I mean you guys are so renowned and, and it shows i love it every time oh, i go um do you can you tell people where they can find you where all the all your stuff is online or anything you want to promote yeah unfortunately i am on tiktok and it's like pretty fun though it's just <laughs> at ryan rogers comedy and then my instagram is just ryan a rogers and you can check for upcoming dates at ryanrogerscomedy.com perfect and i'll link all that in the episode description of this as well um thank you again ryan i do have to say i know you're married but i have a crush on you Sorry, I just, I had to say it. Oh, the crush is mutual. Okay, we have 
kids back into printing so we can get posters of each other and <laughs> on our walls. I love it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I have a crush on you too.